Welcome to this week's episode of Extraordinary Entrepreneurs Together, the podcast for entrepreneurs interested in fast growth and funding, powered by EHE Capital. In this episode of Extraordinary Entrepreneurs Together, Guy Riemann is joined by Nari, who is a marketing consultant who's working with EHE Capital, particularly to help them build their personal brands through social media. And she's going to be sharing a lot of her insights into the ever-emerging space of council culture. So uh, without any further ado, we'll pass on to Guy and Nairi. Thanks, Ivan. Nairi, welcome. Thank you. Thank you the for having me. The newest member of the, uh, the EHT growing yeah. team. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, all good. Excited to have you here. And I know this is a, you know, a, a subject close to your heart. It's not one I'm massively familiar with, but uh, as always, I'm, I'm sure I'll have a view and have some questions to ask throughout the podcast. So, uh you know, I'll hand over to you now and okay. uh, we'll uh, we'll take it from there. Yeah, bro. Thanks, Guy. Yeah, so I think uh, one of the things we wanted to talk about today, and it, it kind of stemmed from um, us talking about EHE and, and the role you're playing, facilitating founders and, and investor conversations. It's just around the part of the due diligence that you'll do on, on their behalf and you're talking about you'll do some of this kind of sentiment tracking and understanding kind of what the social media sort of footprint looks like at a founder, personal brand level, and also a a company brand. And I think that's really, really interesting because I don't think many founders would have thought about that kind of genuine sort of sentiment tracking. But equally, you know, when you're looking for the positives um, with sentiment, there's always the risk that, you know, businesses or due diligence process is going to unearth something that's a bit more unsavory, shall we say. And I just think it's worth kind of talking about a bit, really, because I think, A, it's really important for founders um, and businesses to know that that happens as part of the, the due diligence process. But B, you know, to understand that what do you do if something is found? And, you know, some of the examples I've I've got and I've looked at today are quite extreme, a tweet sent, you know, 10 years ago in a moment of madness can, can if it resurfaces, have, have absolutely catastrophic consequences for your business and employment going forward. I think it's going to get more and more prevalent as well, Nairi, um, because, you know, one of the techniques that we're beginning to look at um, is is the, the use of artificial intelligence to go out and unearth this stuff. And, you know, it does it far more effectively than humans. And humans are pretty good at this. You know, the humans spot, you know, we, there's been recent examples of the, the cricketers, the young cricketers who, you know, have been excluded from test matches because of something they said when they were young and, and probably not as worldly wise and a bit more naive, but it still affected their career. And the same thing applies to business. And I think this problem's only become more and more of an issue because of things like AI where, you know, you've got these computers, these machines going out, trawling through everything you've done in your past life and pulling through that. They're looking for controversial stuff. So it's going to become a bigger and bigger problem, I think. It is. It is going to become a bigger problem. And, and it, it's really difficult because I talk about it, but I don't like it. I think, you know, you know, somebody that's made a mistake, ten, you know, or, or sent tweets 10, 15 years ago, the world was very different then. And of course, you know, what we can, what we understand and are educated to know that's more socially acceptable now is very different to, to that. And, you know, to what extent can you punish, you know, particularly adoles- people who are adolescents and take away all their future opportunities? So it is difficult, but we do have to accept that it's here. It happens. 
and it's going to keep happening. So, you know, one of the things people often say to me when I've done training is, oh, it doesn't matter because my profile is private. And the first thing I would say on that is there really is no such thing as private on the internet. You know, particularly Facebook changes their privacy settings and their algorithms all the time. So even if your profile is really locked down, and you then join a group and you comment on something. So it can just be you commenting rather than, you know, you've put something out there as your own statement. That's there in that public group. And you don't know who's part of that group and who's part of the friends of that group and the friends of the friends and the ripple effect. So everything you say or you commit to online can be found. Um, and that's what I really think people need to, to understand. And at a personal level, I sometimes get those um, time hops on Facebook, you know, from 10 years ago. Unfortunately, like, there hasn't been anything controversial, but I cringe at some of the stuff then. I was 10 years younger, no children, and my outlook was very different. And all I was really concerned about was where I was going to go on a Friday and Saturday night, I think. And, you know, so I don't even like looking at that that person, let alone, you know, some of the other things that that could be found. So, you know, you do have to understand that it's there. There are many, many examples of people that have lost businesses. You know, there was a girl um, who got an internship at NASA. You know, obviously internships are given to kind of younger people, particularly those that kind of might have been more difficult to meet some of their entry criteria. And it was taken away before she started because of a tweet that she had sent. And brands businesses and investors will want to massively distance themselves from anything that could be seen as remotely controversial. So even if investors agree, as as I do on a personal level, that yes, people make mistakes, that was a bit unsavory, you know, we would rather turn a blind eye. It's going to be very, very hard for them to, to commit to an ongoing relationship because the the speed at which people can kind of get whipped up into a frenzy and then before you know it, you've got kind of a boycott situation on your hands. And these are very extreme examples, by the way. But you know, people play it very safe online when they're forming relationships with brands and individuals now. It's interesting. It's interesting from our perspective, actually, as EHE, that, you know, if we do go out there, what, what view do we take? Do we, you know, do we, do, you know, do we do we let it sway our decision as to whether we would in, invest with that particular company? You know, our, uh, the AIs we're, deliver, we're, we're, we're building at the moment are, are definitely out there to find positive stuff as well as negative stuff. Give us a an overall perspective on the the entrepreneur that's running the company, the directors that are in the the, the senior team. You know, they also actually we take a look at the company itself and, and what people are saying about the company. So we'll go on Glassdoor and we, you know, no one ever says nice things on Glassdoor, rarely. It's always <laughs> the negative stuff, isn't it? Let's face it. You, you have to take um if you if you're taking a view on these things, you have to take it uh, an overall view. And if you find one thing, as long as it's not really bad mm. if you find one thing that is negative but everything else is largely positive then surely to god you've got to take the view that actually you know overall that person said one stupid thing maybe when they were a lot younger and a, a bit more naive and not as worldly wise and so on doesn't really reflect the the views when they're on a drunken night out or whatever or do you let it influence your, your decision and i think you know, the, the the corporates actually always play it safe, always play it safe. Whereas I think entrepreneurs actually should be a lot more balanced and are a lot more balanced and will take a more balanced view on the seriousness of, of what they've unearthed and then and, and take a view on how that compares with everything else they've unearthed. And if it's a clearly a one-off and it's relatively 
minor discretion or whatever, then you know, you're probably going to take the view that that isn't going to affect whether you're going to invest in in, in that particular company or in that person or not. Yeah. No, I completely agree. And, you know, I think the ones that we all know about are the um, the really kind of specific, you know, big high profile examples and they are extreme and, you know, they probably would be enough for you to kind of walk away. I think for me, it's better that the founder or the entrepreneur is aware that this could happen, and you know, forewarned is forearmed, isn't it? So they know that they know what's in their kind of personal social media closet, I suppose. And I think the other thing is, you know, what it it highlights the need to build a personal brand because what you've said is we would look at the overall good stuff and hopefully that would far outweigh the bad stuff. But if you're not building a personal brand, you're probably not going to have all of that good stuff. You're probably just going to have nothing or, you know, a little bit of sentiment that's quite kind of neutral. So it is important that you've got that personal brand, A, to kind of build your business and people buy into brands. But equally, you know, if there is going to be an unsavory instant or tweet or something that comes out then you know you've got all the you know these 99 good things i think the other thing is you know it's not just about you know something that you may have said the other thing is video imagery so the use of videos now you know how many times have we seen people high profile business people be caught out with something where they've been filmed you know not knowing about that you know again there's not really there's not really any such way of being offline these days and people unfortunately there is a culture of kind of liking to catch people out so you know deciding your persona and staying true to that and 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 building a personal brand and and being personal and having your beliefs but not crossing the line into being kind of controversial and slash offensive I suppose it is a difficult one I think the the biggest message I've got is just be aware that it happens let's just say that you're a young entrepreneur and you started a business the the business is going well and you know you've got the thing the idea going you've proved the concept you, you're taking money uh, you might even be making money at this point you might have a small profit and you think Do you know what now I've got a really solid base to grow my business but to do that at the speed that I want to do it at I'm going to need some investment so you then go to the uh, investors and you start that kind of ball rolling to see whether there's any interest in what you're doing out there. But you also know in the back of your mind, you've got a few skeletons in the cupboard from when you were younger. And uh, again, this is all assuming there's nothing really bad there. This is just minor indiscretions. But you think, what can I do to mitigate the risk of that happening do a fess up to the investors at a fairly early stage to say look when you do some due diligence you're going to find this and this was the situation this was the context you kind of preempt it and and try and build the context around it and say look you know i'm a different person my mindset's different to to those days because let's face it you know you know you, you know some people commit crimes that are bad enough where they go to prison mm-hmm. um but you don't write everybody off you know, for the rest of their lives, you no. can't do, you know, this, you've got to accept that people change and they learn lessons from life and that kind of thing. And, you know, you would employ them and there's plenty of companies out there uh, that, that, that do that kind of thing. And it's a, absolutely the right thing to do. Everybody deserves a second chance, everybody. So, you know, what's the best way of mitigating some of these, these things that may have happened in your past? Yeah, so I think, you know, first of all, I would have a conversation with a professional, you know, somebody that does PR and marketing and just get them to review it as well. Because 
we love, as consumers, we love a, a bad boy or a bad girl turn good, don't we? So my first question would be, does that become part of your brand story? So does it become, you know, you set up this business because, you know, you needed to kind of get on a straight and narrow or it's more around kind of like repositioning your life and, you know, making something good, giving you some focus. Because if you can turn it into something like that, I think that's an amazing story. And we've got loads of examples of brands and founders that we've worked with, haven't we, where um, we love that. We've completely bought into that story. And and in that case... It's actually a know, good news story at that point, it's isn't fantastic. it? Sorry to interrupt, yeah. but it's, you know, it's, it's the fact that, you know, someone's gone down the wrong path, they've made some mistakes, they've learned the lessons... And they've turned their life around. That from being a bad thing that could be unearthed during due diligence actually becomes part of the story about yeah. the company and, and what made that person behind the company. Yeah. And I think, you know, this comes back to, you know, what what do you do if you've got things like that in your closet? I think for me, you front up, you front up to it. So you you take the first step. You know that these things are going to become unearthed at some point. Um, have conversation with somebody, just get their, you know, second pair of eyes on it is it really bad um you know can it be deleted because obviously you know we can cleanse digital footprints to to some extent or does it become part of your story and your brand and you build your your brand and your business your brand story off the back of that because that like I say that can be really powerful and then I think investors would absolutely expect to see that because otherwise it just becomes kind of quite fictitious doesn't it so there's a real there's always an opportunity to turn something I don't want to say bad because it's just, you know, it was, they're things that 10 years ago might have been all right, but now, you know, we look at them through a different lens, don't we? So, you know, how do we turn that into something that's positive? And, and, you know, the last thing we want to do at this crucial stage is, is turn investors off or turn customers off because, you know, something's been on earth from, you know, 15 years ago that potentially could have used a slightly different language or, or tone of voice. Yeah, absolutely. So the, the message, I think, really is to own your past own a little it. bit. Yeah. And yeah. also moving forward, just be aware that somewhere uh, there's likely to be someone recording you in one way form or another, whether it be <laughs> photographs, video yeah. or, or whatever it is. And just be aware that, you you know, if you're, if you're running a business and you want to grow the business and, you you know, you, the, the profile that kind of comes with running a a really fast growing and big business, then you've just got to be really aware about what you do and how you present yourself to the outside yeah. world because otherwise it can be held against you if you're not careful. So if you have had the past, own it. If you are growing a business and you're looking for investment and, and all the rest of it, just be aware of how you present yourself, even in a social environment. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And just don't shoot yourself in the foot. I think, you know, everybody, everybody, investors, customers value honesty don't they so you know for me honesty is really important and context as well you know give some context to it and then you move on and you go back to talking about your personal brand and the things that you are doing because no one wants to spend ages talking about something that happened like 10-15 years ago okay Real? All right. Is there anything else you want to add? I mean, that was a, a really useful conversation, to be honest, from my perspective as well. Oh, great. No, no, I don't think so. I think it's just, you know, understanding that it can happen, but it's not intended to kind of terrify anybody. It's just part of your understanding. It's part of the due diligence process when going through investment. Excellent. All right. Real? Well, thanks for Thank that you. insight, Nari. Thank you.
Great stuff, guys. Thank you so much. Um, just quickly, Nairi, if anyone wanted to hear more about this or learn about how they can sort of protect themselves, uh, where could they sort of find out a bit more detail from you and, and, and what you do? Obviously, contact me on LinkedIn. Or I think just really any, uh, you know, again, I would just signpost to any kind of PR or marketing person, really. But I'm happy to field queries via via LinkedIn. That's no problem. Do you want to spell your name? I don't think we've mentioned your full name, yeah. Nairi. Nairi, N-Y-R-A-A, and then Trimble, T-R-I-M-B-E-L. I'm guessing there's probably not that many Nairi Trimbles No, I don't think LinkedIn. you'll find any others. <laughs> I hope you won't find anything unsavory that I've put on LinkedIn now. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to have a look. I know. Great. Thank you so much. All right. Thanks, guys. See you later. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of Extraordinary Entrepreneurs Together. Visit the EHE Capital website, ehe.capital, for further insights and to join the EHE community.